Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. Today, I'm talking about my second film in the DCEU that leads up to Zack Snyder's Justice League and, coincidentally, the, the actual second film in the DCEU, if you look at all of the movies. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice from 2016. Not the theatrical cut. No, 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 no. We're doing, we are doing the ultimate edition. This is the second time for Zack Snyder has released a film theatrically. And it is far inferior to his director's cut. The ultimate edition of this movie the 182-minute, the three-hour and two-minute cut of this movie is so far and away, not even close, not even in the same stratosphere. The Ultimate Edition is so much better than the theatrical cut of this, of this movie. And we'll get to why. The first film this happened to Zack Snyder was Watchmen. For years, I always seen the, 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 the theatrical cut and the ultimate cut of that movie, which includes the comic within the comic that the kid reads by the newsstand, the Pirates, Black Plague, or whatever it's called in that. I like that. It's, it's, like, it's like a half hour of like animated stuff mixed in with the, with, with the theatrical and the, um, and the director's cut. I finally watched the director's cut a couple days ago. I bought it off Amazon for like 10 bucks, the Blu-ray. Oh my God, it's such a better movie. It, it just, it's, it gives you more character stuff. It gives you more great moments with those characters. And I think, honestly, a couple of the actors in the movie give, give better performances because of that. And then you see the, this cut of Batman vs. Superman. Where Zechner said in one of the well, in, in an interview for the, the movie during the press junkets and all that, oh, I have a three-hour cut. That's kind of, kind of like my version of the movie, but I can't release a three-hour cut. <laughs> yes, you can. Titanic did, did it back back in 1997. It was almost three hours long, or three hours long, or whatever it was. That movie won Best Picture at the Oscars. Now, I'm not saying Batman vs. Superman would, would, would have won Best Picture at the Oscars if they would have released a three-hour Ultimate Edition of this uh, as a theatrical version. But here's, a, but here's another crazy idea. Back in 1997, not only did, did Titanic win Best Picture, Best Director, all these, all these other things, it made a billion dollars and it had the world record of highest grossing movie of all time for like 12 years until another James Cameron film came out and guess what that movie did? It, it made more money than Titanic did. And it was three hours. And it was also nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win. And that's Avatar. Come on! Avengers Endgame became the highest grossing film of all time. Why? 
three hours long. It's a good movie. This cut, I'm holding up the Blu-ray case. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition is what it says. It absolutely blows my mind that DC and Warner Brothers fought. Let's cut together a movie and make it two and a half hours long. Damn it. And make it two and a half hours long. And make it be, compared to the ultimate cut, a disjointed mess of a movie that almost makes no sense. That can kind of be cohesive here and there. But so much information is let go. Okay? There is a scene in that the... Uh, there, no, there is not a scene in that the... Before I do that, let's just talk about who's the director, who's the writer, and the producer, all that stuff, and the cast. We got... It's directed by Zack Snyder, produced by Charles Roven and Snyder's wife, Deborah Snyder, screen, with, with, with the screenplay by Chris Terrio and David S. Goyer, and based on DC Comics characters. Hello! Starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Jesse Eisenberg, Diane Lane, Lawrence Fishburne, Jeremy Irons, Holly Hunter, and Gal Gadot, and a couple others. Obviously, Ben, ben Affleck plays Batman and Bruce Wayne. Henry Cavill plays Superman, Clark Kent, Kal-El. Uh, Amy Adams plays Lois Lane. J -J Jesse Eisenberg plays Lex Luthor. Diane Lane plays Ma Kent, um, or Martha Kent. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays Perry White. Uh, Jeremy Irons almost steals the entire movie as the new version of Alfred. He's fantastic. Holly Hunter plays plays Senator Finch, and Gal Gadot plays Diana Prince slash Wonder Woman. Um, and yeah, that's the cast and all that. So let's just get into what I was about to talk about here. Okay, there's not a scene in the in the in the theatrical cut, the theatrical cut of the movie, where it says. Oh, or where, where, the, where anywhere in the, in the movie, when the capital explodes, when Superman is going to go in there and do his thing, right? He, he's, going to, he's going to hear what people are saying, and they're talking to each other. And they want him to come and talk about his side of the story, what happened in Africa, what, what you know, his side of the stuff around the world with him being this guy with all, with all these powers and everything. So, he goes in there, and he goes to talk. The Capitol building explodes. We don't know why he did not see uh, the bomb under the guy's wheelchair. Uh, Scoot McNary's character uh, under his wheelchair. We don't know why. And then we realize, oh, hey, I, mean, I did it in the theater. You know, maybe it was Line with Web that they just never told us. When I first watched this ultimate cut on this Blu-ray, I almost crapped my pants. The scene is no longer than 45 seconds, 30 seconds. Of Lois Lane getting a, call, getting a call from Jenna Malone's character. Oh, and guess what? One of her lines was, oh yeah, it was lying with lead. 
the, the, the wheelchair was lined with lead. And Lois goes, oh, well, you couldn't see it. Ta talking to herself, to Superman. Besides kryptonite, if I remember correctly, one of the only other things that Superman can't do is see through lead. And doing that for this movie, it's fantastic. It just blows my mind that that scene was just cut out of the, the of the theatrical cut of the movie. I left the theater watching the theatrical cut the first time I saw this movie in theaters. I was like, could he just not see it? Because he says in the movie, it's something like, like, I just wasn't looking for it. So I'm like, okay, he just wasn't looking for it. But he couldn't see it. I mean, really, honestly, DC and Warner Brothers, whoever told, who, 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 whoever said, cut out that scene, that the, the line with lead scene. Hopefully they got fired. Idiot. This movie made 680 something or 70 something million at the box office, right? Okay, though, well, let's see here. This movie made, come on, come on. This movie made $873.6 million at the box office. Okay, that's almost a billion dollars, but not quite, right? If this three-hour Ultimate Edition was the cut in theaters, guess what? That movie, this, this movie... Batman, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, easily makes a billion at the box office. Easily. Easily. I just don't get it. Why Warner Brothers and DC put that movie out in theaters, that theater, that the after that that 151 minute version of the movie, that 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 two hour and 31 minute version of the movie out in theaters, it, it blows my mind. Literally, you are telling me. Listen, I like that the actual cut of this movie. I do. I think it can mostly stand on its own, but there's issues like the it, it was lined with lead scene and so many other scenes. I mean, literally, this movie, the half an hour put into this movie from the ultimate edition of the movie is so much better. It blows my mind. I just, I can't, it makes my head just want to go and and just like you understand in the theatrical cut now that I've watched the ultimate edition I understand now what people are talking about when they say Superman really has no motivation in the theatrical cut of the movie to hate Batman you see a scene he goes into Gotham like two or three times as Clark Kent, not as Superman, as Clark Kent. And he's, a, this, and he's investigating this Bat guy. 
And he goes to the Gotham City Jail or wherever he's at. And he's looking for the guy who at the beginning of the movie gets spreaded by Batman. And he was just killed inside the prison because he knows that since he has the Bat brand, he's going to get killed. And the guy does get killed. And the cops in, in, inside, the, in, in, inside the Gotham prison don't care. It's not, it's not Arkham Asylum, but it's the, the Gotham prison, just Gotham City prison or what, whatever. So when the guy's killed, his girlfriend goes with their kid to go pick up his stuff. And one of the officers, like, gives Clark a tip, like, hey, like, he nods over to her. Goes and talks to her, and she basically, she basically is like, nobody's going to stop Bat Bat Batman. What needs to stop Batman? Because Batman, throughout this whole movie, is pissed. He's, he's killing people. He's done. He's done being Mr. Nice Bat. He's just beating him up and sending him to prison. He's killing people, and it's great. I love it. So this, so this Santos, the guy who's bred in the, at the beginning of the movie, Gets gets, um, gets put into the Gotham City Jail, and like I said, his girlfriend comes to pick up his stuff, and he, and 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 Clark talks with her for a couple minutes, and he's asking her questions, and she says the only way to stop the bat is with is with is with a fist. What do you know? The next scene is the Batmobile chase when Superman breaks the Batmobile. And he, and, and he says, next time your light is in the sky, you know, don't go to it. You're, you're done. And, and then it's the, and then he flies up in the sky and then Batman looks at Superman as he slides up and goes, do you bleed? You will. Now we have a motivation. We now understand that Batman, or that Superman needs to go get Batman. The only way he, he Clark Kent cannot stop him. Only Superman can. So when, when, when Santos' when Santos's girlfriend says, nothing, nothing can stop him but a fist. And Clark, and Clark goes, I need, I, need, I need to go to him as, super, as Superman. And he does. Why that scene was cut out of the movie? I don't know! Ugh! This is the stuff in this movie. Oh my God! It just, it bothers me that DC did this. Because as a fan of the theatrical cut of the movie, who thinks it can pretty much by itself be its own thing, it is so far inferior, and I will never, ever, 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 ever watch the theatrical cut of this movie again. The, the, the Ultimate Edition is the only version of this movie I will ever watch ever again. Oh, 
another thing that I love about this movie that is in the, the yeah, that is in the, the is in the theatrical cut of the movie is all of the news stuff about Superman. If if we had a guy like Superman in our real world, okay, in 2016 when this movie came out, or even now, he's a, a, a boat gets stuck in ice. He and he's pulling it. A a NASA launch goes off. It goes off and explodes, and he saves the people from inside the the part of the ship that didn't explode. He saves them. He saves people from a flood who's who are on top of their um, house houses. He saves them every time Superman does something in the real world, in this real world that they're that they're doing. It's making it more realistic. It's making it more relatable because we can relate to the fact where if there actually was a guy like Superman or a girl like Superman or a girl like Superman in our world, where, what would we do? And the reaction that we have with the news media in this film the the constant um, the characters constantly watching the news and, and having debates and having discussion on like Charlie Rose and all this stuff and and, and other news out it, it's this great way to do it it's this fantastic way to make it more real. People wouldn't just, and again, I love the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. I love them. People wouldn't just accept an alien from outer space who's been hiding for 30-something years. They would be a little scared. This guy has all this power. What if one day he just snapped and the world went to hell? That is in this movie also. The desert sequence with Batman when he beats all those guys and shoots everybody in the desert, that's a vision or a dream sequence. And then right after that, the Flash comes in, he time travels back in time, and he's like, Lois is the key. Oh crap, am I too soon? Lois is the key. Lois, If Lois Lane died, at any point, what Batman saw in his vision, in his dream vision thing, the Mad Max style thing that everybody loved, that, and then when Batman gets captured, Superman comes down, he kills the two guys next to Batman, he rips off his, his cow and, and, and says, she was my world, and you took her from me. Talking about Lois. Lois dies. The Mad Max style that stuff that we saw, the parademons and everything. Superman sides with Darkseid and, and Steppenwolf. 
And the world is just a piece of crap now. It's gone all to hell. That is why we need Superman and we need Lois Lane. If she dies, bad things are going to happen. It's going to be injustice, but apocalyptic, much worse. And that is what I love about this movie too. I, I never, I, I've, I've always loved it in the in the theatrical cut. It's great too. Another thing that is so much better in this ultimate edition is what people is what fans dub the Africa sequence. You get this woman who was a a a, a survivor, a a a witness in this event, and it's all set up. Luther knows everything. Luther knows who Batman is, who Superman is. He 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 knows their Clark Kent and and uh, and Bruce Wayne. He knows everything. He set up that whole Africa thing just so people could still be a little wary of Superman. And there's this one woman that he paid. To say that super, what is Superman's problem? Why would he do this? Gave her a script. It's a scene in the movie. Holly Hunter's talking to her aide before before the capital sequence. She's talking to her aide and said and says she Luther gave her a script, paid her to do this, that, and all this stuff. It's Listen, Lex Luthor in this movie is good. It's the portrayal I, the portrayal of the character that I have a problem with. My Lex Luthor and everybody's, I think everybody's Lex Luthor is not this. Ho, 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 come on, back, come on, soup. <laughs> yeah, that's not Lex Luthor. Really. This yelly, whiny-looking dude, the scrawny no. I like Jesse Eisenberg as an actor, but uh, he's he's not Lex Luthor. If you got this, I believe it's in Suicide Squad. And we'll talk about it. The egg credit scene in that movie. We 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 got that Lex Luthor. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, that would have been sick. But no, they got this like hyperactive like on steroids Lex Luthor. Everything he's saying in the movie is Lex Luthor. It's just how he says it and how he's portrayed in this movie by Eisenberg is so not Lex Luthor. But anyway, let's get to his plot. Like I said, he knows everything. He just wants them to fight. He hates God, which means he hates Superman because Superman is like a god. And, and he knows everything. He just wants to be an evil douchebag because that's what Lex Luthor is. He's this evil dude who just wants Superman and Batman to not be friends. So he manipulates them. And 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 it's fantastic and it's great. And it's amazing. And it's fantastic. Again, it's just the performance of Lex Luthor that I'm like Really? Do you have to be a spazoid at that moment in time? 
there's that scene in the in his father's room or his father's office or something. Oh, he's pretty good. He's not. <laughs> but yeah, he's good in that scene. But besides that, really, he's 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 senator. Oh, come on, senator. Oh, oh, look, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. Oh, look at that. Oh, he smacks him on the shoulder and he shakes Clark's hand. Oh, you 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 should not pick a fight with this person. Uh, oh, good lines. Good Lex Luthor style lines or type lines, but it's just the performance. It's uh, creepy. So we get this ending with Doomsday. Let's say that, shall we? With with Doomsday, where it is was in, I think the second or third trailer, which I hope the same person that told. Zack Snyder to cut out that 30 minutes of extra footage was the same idiot that made that trailer, that second or third trailer, because you're a moron. What are you doing? You're showing Doomsday? You're showing Batman and Superman teaming up? Are you drunk? Literally. What are you doing? But, but, anyway, but anyway, I saw Doomsday in the trailer, and I'm like, they're, yeah, they're, they're doing Death of Superman, and they do. The Doomsday stuff is pretty good. Even though I didn't quite think I didn't want it, it was still pretty good. It was still a lot of fun. It was still good. But here's the thing. And they back off it right away. Lois at Clark's funeral, where Clark actually is. Clark's body is, I should say. She puts the dirt on the... Um, on the on the casket, and immediately after they raise the dirt, and it's like he's coming back. Of course, he's coming back. Ugh, it makes me so angry that they did that. Ugh, and it's, it's in both cuts. I'm like, oh no, don't don't just cut right there. She walks away to cut. Ugh, Batman. The motivation for Batman, for Bruce Wayne and Batman in this movie. He even says. There's even a 1% chance that Superman is our enemy. We have to take it. We have to take our chance at trying to kill him. So that's Batman's thing in this movie. Because at the beginning of this movie, he's in Metropolis, driving around, seeing the destruction of Metropolis, the destruction of, of, Wayne, of, the, of the Wayne Financial Building, and, and one of his best friends dies in that in that giant fire, or, 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 or the giant fight between Superman and, and, and Zod. And we see a shift in Batman right then and there. This little girl's looking up at the building where her mom is. Beam's going to come down and kill her. Bruce Wayne, as Bruce Wayne in broad daylight, saves her and says, We're going to get your mom. Where's your mom? The little girl points up, the camera pans up to this building. It looks good, it looks good. Then about not even halfway up, the building's just destroyed. Bruce hugs this little girl, looking up at Zod and Superman up in the sky, kind of close up on him. He looks down, he looks back up, and he's pissed off. That is where Batman is done. He's done. He's going to kill people. He's going to mess them up. He's going to, not even, he's not even going to send them. 
to prison. He's going to beat them all. And it's great. That man's motivation is awesome. Even the 1% chance that he's our enemy, we have to take that. The 1% chance, we have to take that chance. We have to kill this guy. And then, of course, they cut out a sequence in the um, LexCorp scene with Batman, where you see it through a monitor, but still, you, you still see it. There's a guard standing there. There's a guard standing there. And it comes down, takes a guy in his cape, and takes him up into the into the ceiling or wherever. It's awesome. It's incredible. And they cut it out because they're idiots. It's Batman stuff. Come on. It's awesome. And then let's just talk about it. The greatest, well, no, we should, talk about, we, should, we should talk about the actual fight first between Batman and Super, Superman. Superman, well, really, Lois Lane is captured, and so is Martha Kent. They're both captured. Martha is sent to a warehouse, and Lois is sent to Lex. Lex is talking with her, then throws her off uh, the helipad at LexCorp. Superman saves her, flies back up to Lex. Gonna kill him. And, 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 and Lex is like, oh, no, 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 no. The, the woman of your... Every guy's favorite woman is his mother. Shows him photos of his, of his mother gagged up and stuff and like writing on her forehead. Superman's pissed. He's dealing on the ground and he's pissed. He, 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 he ignites the heat vision in his eyes. He's about to kill Luther. And he's like, ah, you cannot kill me. If, if I die, Martha dies. If I die, Martha dies. If you, if you fly away, Martha dies. You know, all this stuff. Go kill the bat in Gotham. Because Batman's getting ready. He's preparing for the fight. He's building his, his, his metal mech suit. He, the, 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 when he goes to that store and steals the, the uh, krypton, the, or the kryptonite, and he makes a spear out of it. Oh, it's beautiful, Clark. It's beautiful. Christmas vacation right there, people. One of the funniest comedies of all time. So anyway, you have this fight between Batman and Superman. For the first time ever on screen, they're going to clash. And it's amazing. And it's awesome. And I cried. And I loved it. It's great. Batman doesn't give a crap what Superman is trying to do. He just wants to kill this dude and get it over with. Superman has to try and get Batman to help him, but Batman ain't taking none of it. He's throwing stuff at him. He's, he's getting, um, uh, what's the frequency things that he throws at him? That thing, and he takes the, um, the, pothole covered and he chucks them at the frequency things and he's like, Bruce, you don't understand. And then he, and then he starts fire, firing guns at, or machine guns at him. And then Superman's like, screw this. And he kicks him and he chucks him. He chucks him again. And then Batman takes the grenade launcher and he shoots it at him on top of the roof. He's holding it. thing explodes. 
Kryptonian myth or the Krypton Kryptonite. That's what I'm trying to say. The crypt the Kryptonite mist comes and he oh, he can't breathe and all that. And Ben was like, "Yeah, breathe, breathe it in. That's fear." You know, your parents might have taught you another lesson, but my parents taught me a lesson when I was a kid. That dying in a gutter is not that great. Your parents taught you that you were that you were special, that you're a savior. No, you're a coward. Men are saviors. Men are brave. You are not brave. You are a coward. Oh, it's so good. So Batman is, is winning the fight. He had the Kryptonian spear. He's about to kill Superman. And Lois Lane comes in, and Clark is, or Superman's laying on the ground with the cut on his from the Kryptonian spear. And Clark goes, Martha, you're letting him kill Martha. And he's and Batman's like, what? And it cuts back to the very beginning of the movie, the credit sequence where you see the origin story for Batman. Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays Thomas Wayne. Lauren Cohen plays Martha plays Martha Wayne. By the way, Batman and Superman have the same mother, or have the same, not the same mother, but their mothers have to have the same name. So, guess what happens? Batman flips out. Because number one, Martha's his mother's name. And number two, he's realizing at that moment that even though Superman is from Krypton, Kryptonite will kill him, he really he realizes, oh, this guy has a human mother. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's cool. They go save her. Well, Superman goes takes care of Lex Luthor, and then we get the sequence of the movie. Listen, the fight between Batman and Superman is great. The end fight with Doomsday is great. People. The warehouse fight scene between Batman and all of Luther's sons. Brilliant. Brilliant. It is the single most amazing Batman fight scene ever put to film. There is a couple times, like every time, Batman is beating these guys to a pulp. And like, he takes one guy, he, sh- he shoots his, 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 um, his, oh, what's it called? Not, not the gun, but his, um, his hook, his hook launcher thing at the guy. And he runs backwards and he just like chucks it and the guy hits hits a box and he like shoves him over it. He just oh he's taking these dudes out. Oh, oh this scene is so awesome. Oh my god, this scene is just oh my god. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It is it it it, it, it is amazing. It is so good. Oh my god, this scene is just Holy crap. <laughs> Brutal Batman. It's Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight Batman, but live on screen. And, it, and, it, and it's, oh, he's just, he's beating people. 
He's feeding them to the pulp of their lives. And it's amazing. Ah, oh, so great. He's just, I mean, he's chucking. He takes his launcher and he chucks a box at some dude and like smashes them up against the wall. You see blood on the wall. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, by the way, the ultimate edition of this of this movie is rated R. Because it's awesome. There's there's F words, there's there's blood, there's violence, there's killing, it's amazing. I love it so much. Oh, it's amazing. Yay! Oh, I love this. That, that scene is just in every way, it is perfection. In every way, it is perfection. It's so good. Oh, I love it so much. I, 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 uh, it's amazing. I love it. So we get this sequence after the scene where the the Russian dude is holding the, the flamethrower going, he's about to roast Martha Kent, about to just set her up in flame. We get a scene right out of the Dark Knight Returns. Batman has the M60 that he gets from the dude that's also in the room. Holding up the guy, and he's like, and, and and the Russian's like, I'll do it, I'll kill her, I'll do it. And Batman goes, I believe you. Pulls the trigger on the gun. Gun makes 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 the flamethrower gas port, you know, spark out. About to explode. Batman grabs Martha Kent and jumps out the window. The whole building explodes. And then we get a scene from Hollywood Land, where. Ben Affleck by George Reeves and or George Reeves or yeah yeah George Reeves and Diane Lane played his um, girlfriend mistress thing. Yeah, it's a little creepy to see that again. But instead of being a, being in a Superman suit this time, he's in a Batman outfit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Great sequence. Batman doesn't kill. He has before in the comics. Especially in the beginning when he had a gun. He'd shoot people in the face. And then the comics code crap came. People were like, he's not going to kill anybody anymore. Oh, God. So annoying. So anyway, yeah, we, we get that awesome sequence. And then we get the Doomsday stuff. And as soon as Batman is trying to get Doomsday away from the city and all that to this abandoned part of the city. He's about to die. The bat wing is crashed. He's about to he's about to die. Now we've gotten glimpses of this really attractive, really sexy woman throughout the film who takes Bruce Wayne's um uh hacking thing to at, at, at the Metropolis Art Museum place. Lex Luthor's place to try and get information about a couple things. And she takes it and then they're at this other place, this museum, this this other museum. And we all know who that is, right? It's Wonder Woman! Diana Prince! Gal Gadot! Anyway, get the scene. Batman's about to die from Doomsday. He's going to you know, just, just, just blast him with the heat vision. See this figure just come down and block the heat vision. Pulls down the shield. Na 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 na. 
Na 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 na. Wonder Woman is on screen for the first time. I saw this movie four times in theaters. I saw the theatrical cut four times in theaters. Every single time. All four times. She pulls down that shield. Crowd goes wild. Every single time. Packed theater. Every single time. Woo! Yeah, I was one of them every single time. Oh, she's so awesome in this fight. You want Wonder Woman? You got it. Gavadot is the shit as Wonder Woman in this movie. She steals that entire fight. She is awesome. She is badass. And you know what? In her two other scenes that she has, her two big speaking scenes that she has in the movie, she's not bad. She's gotten better over the years since that movie. But she's not bad in those two scenes. And then we have the death of Superman literally on screen. Superman realizes when he goes to save Lois who's getting the Kryptonian the, the, the Kryptonite spear. Why do I keep saying Kryptonian spear? I know it's Kryptonite. Jesus Christ. It's pretty much the same word. He, re- he, re- he realizes that to defeat Doomsday he's probably going to have to die. Grabs a kryptonite spear, flies over to Doomsday, puts through his chest. Doomsday is like evolving into what we kind of know him more as. He's all bony. He has these giant bones coming out of his elbow and his shoulder and his face as we know him. And as Clark, or as Superman, puts the kryptonite spear into his chest, Doomsday puts the, I think it's the right up. The right bone elbow into Superman's chest and kills him. Because he's from Krypton. Or he's fused with General Zod. So he can kind of kill him like that, if you know what I mean. Superman dies. And you understand why. Because of this three-hour cut that you've seen. More of Clark Kent. You care more about him. More of Superman. You care more about him. And yeah, they did death. They they did the death the death of Superman in this movie. But in this three hour cut, you understand why Superman gave his life for humanity because some people weren't sure about him. Now the whole world is now with Superman. They understand that he came here from another planet. When when he revealed his powers, they weren't sure. When he died for, from, for humankind, for mankind, they were like, okay, kid, you're our, you're our guy. And it's fantastic. It's great. And that is why I love Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition. Why it is the by far best version of this movie. Why it is, by far, in a way, the best version of this movie. Why it is my second favorite still DCEU film. Yeah. I'm going to give 
bad publicity event done on Don Justice. The actual cut, I'm going to give it a B plus. Has problems, like it overall. The Ultimate Edition gets an A. Easily. Easily. My only real gripe with the film is the performance of Lex Luthor. He's too voice for me. For Lex Luthor. Other than, other than that, I love this movie. The ultimate edition of this movie is a masterpiece. It is fantastic. It is great. I'm wrapped up in the drama every second. It's it, it, it's so much shorter as, as a cohesive three-hour movie. It's so weird. It seems shorter, at least. It is such a better movie. And that, people, is my review of Batman vs. Mandana Justice, the Ultimate Edition. Next review, Kong Skull Island, baby. Can't wait for that one. So I'll see you all later. Thank you all very much for... Hopefully, listening the, the entire way through this almost these, this 45 minutes. And I'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye.